Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, Toronto writer and commentator. Twice a week, I offer my take on the world, from craven politics and unchecked ambition to secret sauces, bitter loss, and fist-pumping redemption. The stories to live by. Quirky, high-style, tear-jerking, funny ha-ha, sometimes funny peculiar. My tales don't walk down the sidewalk and browse in the windows. They sneak into alleyways and come out onto different worlds. Alex Brown narrates each mini-podcast to bring to your ears what you see with your eyes in my twice-a-week blogs. And now, today's episode of Ramsey Writes. Life is short. Death is long. Take that vacation. Written by Bob Ramsey. Five years ago, a dozen Bay Street boys were seated around the table at a breakfast at the Royal York Hotel in Toronto. They'd come to hear why they should send their top performers not to some lavish resort in Vegas or Arizona, but to a tiny inn off the north coast of Newfoundland, founded by the woman who was speaking to them, Zita Cobb. The boys weren't exactly leaning forward to hear her message about the Fogo Island Inn. Maybe that's because I mentioned that Zita was once the third highest paid woman in America. In other words, she'd not only made more money than any of them, she'd made more money than all of them. She had to leave the breakfast midway through because she'd won the Hotelier of the Year Award and was needed upstairs for the rehearsal. The inn had been open just three years. One of the boys then asked me, What's the golf like there? Golf? No, there's no golf. Tennis? No, no tennis either. Well, what about swimming? It's on the ocean. Swimming? I replied. You don't want to try swimming in that water. Frustrated, the broker glared at me and said, So what can you do there? Well, you can go berry picking. He thought I was having him on. Berry picking? He thundered in the way the orphanage master replied to Oliver Twist when he asked, Please, sir, I want some more. Or, I went on, you can go for a hike or learn how to make jam or talk with an old boat builder. The inn got exactly no investment firms to send their top brokers as a reward for doing well. But that may change. I was at the inn last week and reality had shifted. Not so much with the staff or the place itself, but with the guests, the 58 of us. Many are high-octane performers still, and they threw themselves into berry-picking with demonic energy. Bookings at the inn are healthy and growing well into 2023. It seems all that pent-up demand for travel, plus the fact that people had spent almost nothing traveling last year, means bigger bookings and especially for bucket list destinations like the Fogo Island Inn, which was one of the top three hotels in the world in 2020. But there's another factor at play here. That is the end of the world. I think lots of us used to say to ourselves, I plan to go to Fogo or to take the grandkids on an ocean cruise or whatever, wherever, someday. But now a tiny voice in our brains is also saying, what if no one can actually ever travel again? What if all those firestorms and floods actually happen? Two years ago, that thought would have been the rankest fantasy. But two years ago, there was no pandemic and only small firestorms and a few floods. Think of that, just two years. 
So now, flash forward two years and try to imagine what our lives could be like, what travel could be like. It could be banned. It could be impossible to leave the walls of our city. It might all be virtual. We'd buy those dorky headsets and pretend we were standing on top of a mountain. And 10 and 20 years from now, when you are old and gray and full of sleep and telling your grandkids tall tales of the before times, when you actually went far from home to enrich your life, and what it meant to travel then, compared to now. Well, maybe you want to book that next big trip sooner than later. Today's Ramsey Writes was read by Alex Brown. For more information on Bob Ramsey, his work, and all the other things he does besides writing, go to ramseyinc.com. That's R-A-M-S-A-Y-I-N-C dot com.